Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here with episode 14 of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. So hope you're getting value. Hope you're enjoying this, this series of podcasts. I'm going to keep them coming as long as you guys keep on consuming, absorbing, and taking action on what I'm saying. So before I kind of dive into this, just want to let you know the subscriber of the week is coming up in a few minutes. Uh, so yeah, bear on, hang on to hear from that. In order for you to become a subscriber of the week, all you need to do is simply go into the podcast, hit that subscribe button, leave me a five-star review and rating, and then also all you can do is take a screenshot of the image that's appearing on your phone or on your device right now, post it onto your Facebook or Instagram stories, tag me in it at Fraser Brooks Online. By now, you probably know what you've got to do. It's episode 14, and I see each and every single one of those those reviews, and I reply to those that I am able to at that time. All right, cool. So that's all you got to do. Right, let's talk about influencers. So in this episode, I want to talk about how to recruit influencers. So a lot of, a lot of people kind of, they follow me, and they think I just kind of do lives, and I teach and coach, and I travel all over the world and stuff. But one of my things that I love to do is I love to see what's working out there in the industry and other industries, and then I like to research it in depth, and then I like to teach it. So there's a lot of coaches and trainers out there, a lot of my, a lot of a lot of people I know, a lot of people I don't know, but they just coach. They kind of you know get an idea and they just go right. You know what? Press record. Let's just coach this. Let's just train this because it's in the know. I work a little bit differently, and I've done that before in the past, but I like to get some substance of what I'm talking about. So instead of me thinking like, oh, I think this will work, I'm going to coach it, I will embark on research. And if it's a simple thing, I'll research maybe a month. If it's more complicated, I'll research six to 12 months. So what I want to share with you is the research that I've kind of gone through over the last 12 months studying the word influencer. So I've actually, over the last 12 months, I've had a sample size of over 500 people who are not in network marketing. These are 500 people of influence outside of network marketing. People from beauticians, artists, musicians, uh, fashionists, travel blog fashionists, fashionistas, uh, bloggers, travel fa- travel enthusiasts, parents. Uh, literally, you, you, you think of it, I've pretty much got it covered. And here's what I found. And I'm going to share with you some of the statistics and I'm going to share with you what steps you can take in order to potentially, uh, you know, recruit or, or, or get an influencer to promote your products. So the sample size was 500 and it's a big enough data pool for you to be able to get into big data. Now, big data is literally the science of of a large amount of data. So if you can imagine if you to- if you co- uh, if you toss 10 coins Chances are you, you might get five heads, might might get five tails, but you could get lucky and get ten tails, or you could get lucky and get seven tails and three heads, or you could get lucky and get six heads and four tails. But you know, if you do a hundred, the chances of you getting fifty-fifty is very high. When you do five hundred, you know you're gonna get very, 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 very close to. 250 versus 250. So the more data you collect, the more accurate the report is. The study is just a little top tip there. Right. So sample size was 500. And what I found was there's over 9 million people on social media who have some level of influence. Now, an influencer to me is someone who knows what what influences their audience. Is someone who knows what influences their audience. Now, they might be able to do uh, a post and it influences their audience because they know what their audience are. So they know what their audience is. So 
It could be an influencer, could be someone who makes a post and gets 100, uh, 100 comments. It could be someone who does a live and gets 1,000 views. It could be someone who's got 10,000 plus followers. It could be someone who has a group of 1,000 people or more. It could be someone, there's lots of different ways how people can become an influencer, especially not in network marketing. Because in network marketing, you just have a team of 1,000 people and you have influence, right? The company might have shared your success story, so you have influence, right? So, influencers tend to talk about one, maybe two things. So, they'll talk about interior design and then maybe their dog. They'll talk about loving dogs and maybe talk about their family. They'll talk about being a mum and then maybe loving food. They'll talk about fashion and then maybe talk about sports. They'll talk about sport. They'll have one primary theme to everything they do. And then in their stories or their lives, maybe they'll mention the secondary thing. So me, my influence is around the network marketing and social media space. So what do I talk about? Network marketing and social media. And you know what intertwines with that? Positivity. So I talk a lot about positivity. So these podcasts you're listening to, guess what? They're going to be about social media, network marketing, and they're always going to be a positive vibe. The people I interview, always going to be a positive vibe. The success stories I bring to you, always going to be a positive vibe. The subscribers of the weeks, they're always going to be positive vibes, and so on and so forth. So... The sample size was 500 people, um, 9 million uh, influencers. These 500 people were all influencers ranging from 10,000 followers all the way up to 3 million followers. Yep, it was kind of crazy. Uh, Some people you might have even heard of, reality TV and all that sort of stuff. I'm not allowed to share the data with you in terms of their names and stuff, but I'm just going over the data with you uh, audioly here. All right, cool. So here is what I found. 92% of the sample size do not profit from their influence. Now, do they make money? Some of them do. But a lot of them do, 92% of them do not profit. And the reason why I say that is because some of them pay for apps. Some of them pay for software. They might have a social media marketer. They might have a manager. They might have an assistant. They might have bought expensive technology. They might have bought cameras, phones, tickets to go travel. They might have done all these crazy things. So they might have earned some money. Many of them earn little, but 92% of them earned a total of zero or minus when it came to the end of their year um, tax report and earnings report. So 92% of these people out there who we see with these huge followers, huge number of likes, are making no money. And that is today's first lesson. I, I really want you to understand and appreciate that you've got to stop getting hung up and stop worrying about how many followers you've got, how many people watch your live, how many people comment on a post. Stop it. And the reason why I'm I'm qualified to say that is because I used to be there. I used to get frustrated when I had five people watch a live. I used to get frustrated when I made posts and only, you know, five people liked it. I used to get frustrated when I thought that the photo I took at the Grand Canyon would impress all my friends and no one liked it, loved it, saw it or anything. Because you're not in control on that. Yes, you can get better by understanding what your market and audience wants and get better at copywriting, creating good videos, doing fantastic uh, photos with great filters. You can get better at it. But because the algorithms change, you are not in control of technology and algorithms. 
You can hack it in, in some ways by learning some of the stuff I teach, but the more you learn about it, the more of a rabbit hole you go down and you want to perfect it. And the more you want to perfect becoming an influencer, the harder your life is going to be because you're going to get so overwhelmed by it, so confused by it, so upset by it. And you're always going to chase perfection. And guess what doesn't exist? Perfection. Progression beats perfection every single second of every single day. Progression is sexy. Perfection is not. Okay? No one wants to have the perfect boyfriend, the perfect girlfriend. Why? I I like not having a six-pack. Svetlana likes me not having a six-pack. Maybe it'd be a bonus. But would she like me only eating clean stuff, only drinking water? Probably not. Oh no, Svetlana, I can't go on a twelve-hour flight because that means I'll my, all my all my you know fitness regimes will all get screwed. And I know some of you are listening, thinking we've got a product to solve that, Fraser. But I think you get the whole gist of what I'm saying. All right, I know mini rant. Okay, so ninety-two percent of the uh, the influencers don't profit. So therefore, over eighty percent of the influencers were not happy with where they're at. Over eighty percent of the influencers weren't happy with where they're at simply because it was draining them and they weren't making money from all the effort they were putting in. The other 20%, well, 8% of them were made up because they were profiting and the other odd, the other odd percent were happy because they were talking about things that were exciting them and they had income coming in from other places. All right? So, those are two statistics to make sure you pay attention to. Right, now, before I go any further, I'm gonna give a shout out to the subscriber of the week. Now, remember for you, in order for you to be a subscriber of the week, all you need to do is subscribe, leave a five-star review. I really do appreciate that. It takes like literally t- less than two seconds to do that by leaving a five-star. Uh, write a review, or you can send a, take a screenshot of the image that's appearing on your device right now, which will be the podcast thumbnail, uh, and then tag me on Instagram or Facebook at Fraser Brooks Online and let me know in that in that little story that you post what your favorite takeaway was and what you enjoyed the most about this episode, which I'm currently through. So, The Pats Man, um, he titled it Absolute Gold. I've been following Fraser for about a year now and he's the only tra- he's the one trainer in all, and amongst all the leg- legends that I relate to the most. He's real, raw and super straight talking. If you're in network marketing, you need this podcast in your life. Andrew Patson, Scottish Borders. Really appreciate that, the Pats man. That's absolutely awesome. Some of some of the tight, some of the names and usernames that people use, uh, it always cracks me up. But I really do appreciate the review and the shout out. Means the absolute world. So here we go. So the next question I kind of went into was, how do you, how would you like to be approached by someone on Instagram or Facebook that would grab your attention enough to either want to test the product? Either check out the business or either be sent a sample, right? So those are the three, and those are the three options: sent a sample, become a product user, or become a business builder. Okay. So I asked them how, on a on a scale of one to ten, or you know, yes or no, would you like to be directly messaged? So would you want me to just message you directly and say, "Listen, I've got this thing. It's going to help your audience. Like, here's a link to more information." And it staggered me actually because twenty six percent of them said yes. I would I wouldn't mind that being happening. So twenty six percent said, "Yep, yeah, just message me directly." Right? I, I haven't got the time to back and forth. Blah 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 blah. Seventy four percent said, "If you direct message me, I'm not going to reply." <laughs> Which again is not so. If you're at, if you're going to be doing that, if you're going if you if you if you're going to be doing that. Um, 
you've got to you've got to pay attention and you've got to take you've got to t- to take notes to if I'm going to direct messaging people, 26 of them are going to appreciate that. They're not always going to reply, but they're going to appreciate that more. So you're most likely going to have to speak to and reach out to three times more than doing it the other way. All right. So you just got to find your flow. There's no right way or wrong way. You've just got to find your flow. They all said they hated spams. Our 500, every single one of them said, if you send me a spam message saying, hi, here's a link to something that's going to work for you, they all said they hated that 100%. Okay, so the next question was, how would you like to be approached? What would give someone the absolute best chance of you either getting a sample, being a product user, or becoming a distributor? And what they said, it kind of validated my thoughts because... As an influencer myself, I'm kind of proud to say that. As an influencer myself, I know exactly how I would like to be approached. And here's how. What I want you to do is I want you to create what I call a dream 50. Now, I got this idea from Russell Brunson. He's the founder and owner of ClickFunnels because anytime he wants to create a new product, he creates something called a Dream 100. And a Dream 100 is 10 influencers across 10 platforms. He sees what's working for them. He sees what's exciting them. He sees what their audience is liking. And of the big data collection that he collects of the 100 influencers, he will then actually go in and create a product for that market or for that niche. And that's what he advises you guys to do. So I have something called a Dream 50, and it's it's made for network marketers. So the five platforms could be Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, blogging, podcasts. It could be Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter. Just five platforms, any more than five, and it gets a little bit confusing. It gets a little bit overwhelming. So on these five platforms, go and find... 50 influencers. So maybe you'll find all 50 on Instagram. Maybe you'll find 47 of them on Facebook and three of them on YouTube. Maybe you'll find 10 on Twitter, five on Pinterest, five on Instagram, and then the other 30 on Facebook, right? Maybe it's Facebook groups. Maybe it's hashtags. Maybe it's stories. Maybe it's Facebook ads. Maybe it's YouTube posts. Maybe it's YouTube ads. Whether it's Twitter feeds. I don't know. You go find them. Well, I do know, but (laughs) you go and find them, right? I'm not going to share all that information with you right now. Okay, now you've got that. Now you've got these 50 people. Once a week, go in there. Could be 10 on a Monday, 10 on a Tuesday, 10 on a Wednesday, 10 on a Thursday, 10 on a Friday. Takes maybe one minute on each one. Go in there. And if they've made a post, like it, comment on it. Like it, comment on it. Like it, comment on it. Right? If they've done a Facebook Live or they're doing a Facebook Live, go give it some love, drop some fire emojis. Go give it some love, Uh, and comment on it. Go give it a share. Now, in the stories, you're doing this maybe once or twice a week with each one, okay? So you're engaging in the influencers who have your ideal target market. So for example, if you're in a CBD oil company and you know that there's a, you know it's going to help people, then go and find influencers who talk about CBD, if you're in uh, if you're in skincare, go and find people who talk about skincare. If you're in cosmetics, go and find the beauticians who are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. If you're in travel, go find travel bloggers. If you're a travel, you know, travel influencers. If you're in health and wellness, go and find health and wellness and fitness professionals. If you're in personal development, go find personal development and positive positive influencers. There is influencers for every single audience, every single market, every single product. So 
You engage in their lives, you engage in their posts, you engage in their videos. Now, once they do a story, and again, if you're in a platform that doesn't have a story, go and find their storyable platform. So if they're on Twitter or YouTube, go find them on Facebook or Instagram and go and engage on their stories. Instagram is best for this. So what you're going to do is go onto Instagram and then you're going to give it a love heart. You're going to give a story a flame. You're going to give a story like, wow, this is awesome. Then guess what happens after a few weeks? And as an influencer, I can tell you this from experience. The people who continue to share my posts, the people who continue to engage on my posts, the people who can continue to love my posts, the people who continue to interact with my stories, Facebook and Instagram stories, the people who keep commenting on my Facebook, on my YouTube lives, on my YouTube videos, guess what? I know all of them. When when they engage the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth time, I know them. I know their name. Chances are I've had a little chat with them if they've reached out and asked a question. I know them. So now when they actually send me a message two, three, four weeks later to say, hey, Fraser, just wanted to let you know I love the work you're doing. Or hey, Fraser, I love the I love the podcasts that you're doing. Or hey, Fraser, that Facebook Live you did last night was absolutely phenomenal. I watched it on the replay. Or oh my days, I was just watching your story about getting over jet lag. That was phenomenal. It's completely changed the way I travel. Guess what the influencer goes and thinks? That's awesome. Thank you so much. They never go, oh, I hate all my fans. My fans drive me crazy. No. Because they have the fan base, because they have more followers than more, like, you know, 99% of everyone else on social media, they're grateful because they understand that all it takes is an, for an influencer to blow up and go viral is one of the right people to share their content. And you never know who the right person is because every, every dud knows a stud. Everyone knows someone who has the potential to change someone's life. Whether it's the first person they contact, they're a hundredth person they contact. Whether they're a celebrity, or one of their friends are a celebrity, or one of their friends, 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 celebrities, or one of their kids goes to the same school as a celebrity who happens to be a manager of a load of other celebrities. Guys, you've just got to keep doing it and doing it and doing it and contact. So they then said, after we, so I kept speaking to the influencers and they kept saying this, that they identify their number one followers and their number one top fans and the group of people, their core fans are the ones who constantly engage because they don't know the people who just look at their posts and don't engage in it. So I then asked a question to, to them all. I said, okay, so if one of your top fans, one of your core fan groups, one of the people who attend your events, watch your lives, listen to your podcasts and all that, if they were then to reach out to you and say, hey, thank you so much, I really appreciate you, would you reply? They all said yes. There was a few percent who said no because they were just being honest, the fact that they don't reply to people, they have a team to do that. So I didn't really track the percentage on that one as such. I've, I have got the data, I need to mine it a little bit more on the exact amount, but I didn't. don't know it, I don't know the rough amount right now. Then I said, if one of them, if one of your core fans or your top fans or your core followers were to say like, hey, I really appreciate you being following you for a few months, been to your events or watched a live or listen to a podcast or engage in your posts, whatever it might be, any form of engagement that they can do, um, just curious, would you be open to checking out a product if I send it to you? Over 80% of them said yes. Over 80% said that if I was offered a sample, they said yes. That's crazy. Let that sink in for a minute. Over 80% of the 
of the 9 million, because obviously it's a sample size of 500, big data, 80% of 9 million influencers, if you were to ask them, would you be open for me to send you a free sample on XYZ that relates to their audience, they said yes. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to buy. But what happens if you send the, you say, hey, would you be open if I send you, would you be open to make a story post or an actual post if I was to send you a sample of this product? A bunch of them said yes again. Not all of them, because a lot of them are used to getting paid for doing shout-outs. But they were prepared to get the sample. 80% of them were prepared to have the sample. Some of them were asking for money to be sent a sample, which is crazy. And then a bunch, like 50 or 60% of those people who said yes to the sample said that they would post it if they liked the sample. 50, I think it was 58%, something like that. 58% um, who said yes said that they would make a post. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So that's 250 of the 500 basically said that they would take the sample and make a post about it. That is nuts. Imagine if 25 of your Dream 50 posted about your product and sent them back to you or sent the link or did a swipe up to you, to your messenger. Crazy. So... I then asked, obviously, now I'm taking all this data, I've got all this data, and I said, right, okay, so you would like your fans to engage in your content, engage in your stories, communicate with your stories, compliment you. What if they were to reach you out, would reach out to you and ask about, um, would you be open to making some money with your influence? And 78%, again, 78% said yes to monetizing. 78% said yes to monetizing. How ridiculously crazy is that? Well, what about the other 22% Fraser? Well, they said that they either, you know, they either get bombarded, they're not looking to make money or they're already making money and they're too busy. Right? But 78% of the 500 people, which basically means 78% of the 9 million influencers on social media are saying, yes, I would love to see how I can make money. It's crazy, and it was so interesting to me that the 78% of people who said yes to monetizing almost matched up to the 74% who wanted to be reached out to, right, instead of the direct way. Now, the direct way still works, right, and people are getting results, but this is how the majority of the influencers wanted to, to get go about it. So, here's what I learned. So, I went away for about a week, and I started to map out different questions, and I asked the influencers, and the most popular question, the most popular question was, hey, love your stuff, all that sort of stuff. Do you monetize your influence? Because they were saying that they never got asked that question. Do you monetize your influence? Do you monetize your influence? And 78% of them said no, or 74% of them said no, 92% of them said no, sorry, <laughs> all these stats, 92%, 92% of them said no. That's crazy. So the question then was, would you be open to checking out some information on how you can monetize your, your audience? Or would you be open to checking out some information on an additional income stream to monetize your audience if they're already making money? Now, these influencers were saying to me, yes, sure, how? Let me know. 
Now I can't I can't reveal the people who are doing this, but some of these guys have a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, over a million influence, uh, million following. Even though they were making money and profiting, they still said, "Yeah, I'm open to looking at additional ways if it will complement my audience." And that's the key. Having a dream 50 of people who have your ideal customer. Now, I'm not saying, oh, you're in network marketing, go and have a dream 50 full of network marketers and poach them. No. Some of them might be network marketers and maybe you're thinking, I would love to have Eric Warrior in my team. I would love to have Fraser Brooks in my team. The answer is always going to be no, but we probably won't say no to a free sample. We're not going to post about it because we've got to be generic. But we might not say no to that. Right? Well, how's that going to build my business? Because there's people who are influencers who aren't in network marketing, who aren't tied down by contracts with what we do, who are open and looking, but they don't know. The influencers don't go to people saying, hey, I've a, you know, a majority of them aren't going, hey, I've seen a Facebook Live you did. I've got like 200,000 followers. I'm wondering if I can join your thing and I can make money from it. You've got to be the instigator. All right. So to recap, guys, to recap. Before I go into the recap, please do feel free, if you've got value, share this podcast with all your network marketing friends and family. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a five-star review. I'll shout out the subscriber of the week in next week's so or next episode, episode 15. Leave me, Give me a screenshot on your device right now with the thumbnail of the podcast. Put it onto your Facebook or Instagram stories. Tag me at Fraser Brooks online so I can give you guys a shout out as well and, and obviously share some of your stories that you do on, on Facebook and Instagram and alike. All right, so to recap, 500 people in this sample, 92% of them said that they did not profit. 9 million plus influencers and growing on social media platforms. 26 of them wanted the direct approach. 74% of them wanted to get to, like, would, would react and reply to people who they know follow them religiously. 80 plus percent said that they would love to get a sample. 58% of the 80% said that they would make a post about receiving the sample. 78% said of the influencers said that they would they would say yes to monetizing their audience. The top questions were, do you monetize your audience, yes or no? If the answer is yes, 92% are saying yes, then would you be open to checking out some information on on a way to monetize your influence? Or would you, if they, if they are already monetizing, then would you be open to checking out some information on an additional income stream to monetize your audience that complements your audience? No worries if not, I just thought, it, thought I would ask. Mic drop. Hope you got value from this this episode, guys. I really do appreciate it. This was the Network Marketing Ninja podcast episode 14. My name is Fraser Brooks. Appreciate you, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.